Thank you. Welcome to Schmears the Deal. I'm Nick Feynman, not here with Jake Seawalk. A little bit of a uh, curveball out there. No, but I'm, I still exist. <laughs> you sure? Uh, as far as I'm concerned. Fair, fair. So where are you right now, Jake? I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> where are you? I am also, at, you I am home? also at home. Where, uh, where at home are you? I am sitting at my kitchen island on a stool. So basically, Jake and I, well, the point of this is we're doing a Game of Thrones review. And uh, this is, we <laughs> we didn't have time to go to a bagel store specifically for this 10-minute review, so we're doing it remotely. This is the first remote Schmears the Deal, which I'm personally pretty excited about. Yeah. All right, man. Um, so, like, let's get into it. This is our uh, review of the first episode of this season of Game of Thrones. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Hold on. The Game of Thrones Recap with Jake and Nick. All right. Um, so for anyone listening, this is a spoiler-laden thing. It's a, re- it's a recap. It's a recap. And then a preview. Yeah, fair. But largely but a recap. Largely so a recap. if you haven't seen the episode, stop listening. Stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Jake, what do you think? You know what? Let's do a little bit of an overview. How about that? So we saw... Pretty much everyone, right? I think that the only it was who, every storyline. Who who didn't we see? We didn't see Bran. We didn't see Bran, uh, and we didn't. No, we we still haven't seen. We haven't seen Hodor in about two seasons, which is still depressing to me. But I guess that's well, Bran. That's Bran. Hodor is a storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's one of like my favorite. Like I don't want to say fake characters, but he's he's an interesting character. Is there anyone else we didn't see? Or do we get to everyone else? I think we got to everyone else for the most part. I would base it. I felt like it. The episode sort of kicked the can down the road for most. Well, they always situations. do in the, the first episode of the season. They always do these kind of table setting episodes. Yeah, it's almost like a like and a recap. So, well, let's run through it. So it starts out. You see Jon Snow still dead. Still dead. A lot of blood around him. Um, basically, he's found by Sir Davos, who takes him inside, and uh, he has this, I guess, band of people who are loyal to Jon Snow and himself. They they basically, they set this stage for a war that may be fought between the Wildlings and them and Alistair Storm, who, Thorne, who's sort of taken over, taken over the Night's Watch group for the most part. I think it goes then to uh, Winterfell. Oh, right, it goes go to Winterfell. To we go to Ramsay Bolton. Ramsay Bolton, right, who's mourning the loss of his... And then we his... get Sansa and... Theon. Theon, who's incredibly weak and pitiful at this point. Uh, they get rescued by uh, Brienne of Tarth in right. that scene. Right, right, and then right. we go to Cersei and Jaime. And then we go to Queen Marjorie in her cell. And then we go to Dorne. So let's let's start with the Jon Snow situation. Because this is, I feel like, a storyline that has been... This like battle between the Wildlings and Jon Snow and the rest of the Night Watch is something that's been foreshadowed for a long, long time at this point. The real question is, Jon Snow, dead or alive? Well, I mean... Well, he's dead. It's just whether or not he comes back to life, really. Yeah, I think... I personally think he's coming back from a number of different clues, including, you know, Melisandre, who we'll talk about more, uh, with the weirdest moment of all time in this season. <laughs> but uh, with her sort of showing up and her ability to resurrect people, also um, his ability, I guess, in the afterlife, he could potentially enter Ghost, from what I understand. So you're saying Jon Snow could just be the dog. Yeah, he could just live forward. in the dog for a little while. 
I could see. Lol. That'd be hilarious. I mean, it'd be awesome. <laughs> he can you can you imagine if there was just like a dog person on the show? <laughs> well, I think the idea is he'd eventually be resurrected. Eventually. Right, he'd just temporarily temporarily be the dog. Right. I don't know how I'd feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's at this point because we're outside of the books and we're sort of in, you know, the the mind of the author almost. It's sort of uncharted it could really go anywhere like we everyone could end up just hating the storyline from here on because no one really knows they could i think exactly that he's worked very closely with the showrunners though he being uh george r. r martin right um so then we also get uh a short aria scene aria's life is really tough right now i mean there are a lot of people who've had tough tough situations in the show it's where everyone has a tough situation yeah, but she's a, a blind beggar now who just gets the <laughs> shit beaten out of her yeah, like, she gets she gets beaten up pretty bad. And I don't I guess at this point I I don't know where her storyline is going. I can I it's sort of it's going to merge with a Netflix original series Daredevil. <laughs> I hear there's a crossover episode coming up. I mean the question is when does she get her eyesight back? Uh does she go on to join the Faceless Men or does she get to just go back to Westeros and sort of wreak havoc uh, on the rest of the people I, she I, wants I, to I, kill? I I think both of those things are going to happen. Okay. And she will be able to join the Faceless Men and go back and wreak havoc. And uh, what about the Lannisters? The Lannisters are also in sort of a tough situation. The world's, their daughter, daughter's dead. I think they're about to really just... Start destroying people. <laughs> start, yeah. I think they're really about to start killing a lot of people. Yeah, I could see that. Although, or I mean, but they've been threatening it for so long. I guess the theme of this episode is almost setting up revenge pretty much for everyone. Pretty much everyone is getting ready just to wreak havoc on the world or at least attempt to except for Jon Snow yeah I think there's gonna be so what the show has been doing is that you know it, it kind of it's like a diamond it kind of branched out like for the first three seasons four seasons and now it's all the storylines are consolidating and I think that as this season especially starts to progress we're gonna see a lot of storylines come back together of well I mean we already saw that in part with like Tyrion for example Right. Tyrion um, joining, trying to join the Mother of Dragons, Khaleesi. Right. But you've seen it now with Sansa and Brienne. They've now right. consolidated. And I think that that's going to keep happening. I think people are going to keep being off. Like, Dorne is... Is now... Like, well, Dorne is now heading for Westeros. I mean, they want to fight the Lannisters. I think they're all just... Yeah, they're all just headed up to King's Landing. And they're just... That storyline is going to consolidate and kind of be over. Interesting. Um... That'll be, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It, it'll be, yeah, be, I think it'll be very fun to watch as the season goes on. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I mean, and this is, like you said, this is sort of a table-setting episode. So we get, the stories sort of get kicked down the road a little bit. Although I feel like this whole show has been, almost, it's it, it's been about the journey, not about the actual solution. I feel like if we actually got to that solution, people, I mean, there's that's when the show ends, right? Yeah. Question. WTF was up with that last scene, man. Oh, yeah, okay. That's the... Uh, Oldest Let's naked lady I've seen, yeah, um, seen in a minute. So I mean, um, Melisandre, she's just actually that old, we, right? That's we know how it's I took that. so. Yeah, I mean, we know. Here's the thing: is we know it's important, but I still am trying to wrap my head around exactly why. Uh, I think it's important because I think, like the rest of the characters, you're seeing a character that is really broken down and depressed almost you know she's been fighting for something I think, it's, I think it's a little bit more than that well, but though. she's ready to she's been broken down and potentially could strike back either by resurrecting Jon Snow or going on 
I don't know, I guess whatever the Red Woman rampage would be. She just looked, I mean, obviously tired and right. sick I guess, of the like, situation. Right, I guess for me it was more of along the lines of people have been doubting her abilities kind of throughout the right. entire show. And now we right, kind right. of know like, oh, this this chick is for real interesting because she's the the wiseness of the years adds not even to the that it's just that, like the fact that she's been able to mask herself as a right young right. person right she has actual magic this isn't but right we've seen her actual magic i mean she caused winter to, to end by sacrificing a child i mean she has magic it just it takes evil deeds or in order was to get it to it just coincidence that well, was the question. Okay, so now that is solved, you're saying, because she's been successfully able to mask herself for the whole time. Or just that she does have some powers some power. of, of some sort. Well, and you see, I, I mean, she's not alone is the only one. There's a red priest in um, which right. t- which Tyrion and Varys see. Yeah. Preaching, uh, I guess, about the of Daenerys' future. So, I mean, yeah, I guess the red priest or religion and belief is taking over the show a little bit with you know the the powerful group in king's landing who sort of ruined everything for the lannisters there or at least caused them a lot of trouble and with the red the red religion sort of rearing its head all over the place i this is like a little bit of a separate personal question is there is there any gruesome enough death for ramsey bolton at this point like is there (laughs) how Uh, i mean yes it has to come at the hands of Theon. You think so? Or, or Sansa, Sansa. Or Sansa. Or Sansa. But I mean, even the girl like he loved, like the feeding her to the dogs thing was just so brutal. I also, I think, I think Ramsay's going to kill Roos. I think there's going to be, think? yeah, because I, I think the wife's going to, so the wife's pregnant. If she has a kid, he loses his stake on the throne. I think he is going to kill them both. Ooh. Interesting. Which is it just because I mean his storyline's pretty easy to figure out. Hey, how could he do just the wor- like most evil thing possible in all situations? Yeah, but I wouldn't even mind that that much. Bruce Bolton's a yeah. Douche. They're both yeah yeah. Seriously, <laughs> it really really is. Um, I was talking about this with a friend the other day. Why does no one protect themselves more in the show? <laughs> yeah, you think like if you were in the show, like, you would... like there was the scene in in Marine this <laughs> this episode where it's Tyrion and they're just and walking Varys, and they're just chilling out on the streets it's like they're not even they're they just like they're trying to die right yeah i have no idea that's hilarious so i mean like you gotta just always have bodyguards with you always always like yeah and you think like denarius should have had way more even even though she clearly had a lot i mean she had like a whole army you always gotta stuff. have mad bodyguards man so Daener- let's talk about denarius for a second because she's in a little bit of trouble um, she is with the Dothraki, former, I guess, estranged husband or dead and estranged husband's tr- giant tribe. And, uh, I loved, I love her use of languages in the show. I don't know. It's created a number of funny situations where people just assume this like white blonde girl has no idea what they're saying. Right. Um, and she's like, they're like talking shit about her on the way, on the way to like the main Dothraki town. And, so basically she talks her way out of the situation and she's or out of I guess death and but she's going to be put with the other I guess widows of yeah. uh of calls. So I mean it, this is I this my problem with this like storyline is it's going to have to be resolved pretty quickly. Like I think in the next episode or two she's going to like 
Drogon's going to have to fly in and get her out of there. She chilling in the house with the widows for multiple episodes. That's not chill. Yeah, well, she has just too much stuff to do. If she's trying to take over the world, she can't be slowed up by by this bull. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and and, uh, I guess the other interesting part is the ships being burned in Marine. She has no navy anymore. She has no way of getting to to Westeros, to the mainland. I mean, she's going to have to take an ally, which will be interesting, right? Yo. You know who she's going to take as an who, ally? Who I'm do you convinced think? the Sand Snakes. Oh, yeah. There, there are a lot of the, I'm a lot of haters of up. the Lannister. Well, yeah, man. I guess who else would they team up with? The Sand so, Snakes thing was brutal. Brutal. Watching that kid get stabbed in the back of the head with yeah, a spear. Yeah, like that was they, not. Yeah, that was that was a lot of spear to the face or to the back of, of the, the through face. the face <laughs> through the face. Yeah, I mean, I guess the question the question becomes like, how powerful are the, are the Sand Snakes actually? Yeah. So uh, I'm personally in love with them, but that's a whole other separate, like terrified in love. Yeah, it's one of those kind of dominatrix things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a dominatrix if they were going <laughs> to potentially stab you in the face with a, with right. a spear. All right, I mean, I think anything else we're missing? I mean, I, I guess... No, it's mostly a table-setting episode. So it's just kind of, you know, here are the stories, a little reminder of every all the stories that are happening, and then a little... Uh, Do you think this season, the theme of the season is going to be revenge? I mean, I touched on it a little bit earlier, but... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the theme of the show, to be honest. Everyone's... Or, even if it's everyone's the bad guys... Revenge. The bad guys taking revenge on the good guys, like... Like, the Red Wedding was all revenge-based, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so was killing Joffrey. Like, everyone just... Ki- Someone at some point in the history of that world started... Do you think the characters someone, will get the revenge? And, I mean, that's and, the... and now, for the rest of history in the, in the world, everyone's just been killing each other out of revenge. All I'm going to say is, worst-case scenario for me with this show is if it has, like, a cliffhanger ending. I'm going to be furious. It won't. I promise you it won't. Like, no, but, like, I could see, like, Daenerys and, you know, Jon Snow, if he's reborn, and Tyrion all getting together and, like, about to launch on King's Landing, and then it fades to black. I would be so upset if that There's happens. no way that happens, dude. You there's think so? Okay. No, there's just no no chance in a million years that that's how the show ends. <laughs> I really Although I, hope I you're think right. last episode I've grown convinced of how I think Jamie and Cersei's storyline is going to end. How do you how do I'm you think it's going to I'm almost nearly positive that Jamie is going to sacrifice himself to save Cersei's life. Interesting. I am almost 100% sure of that. I definitely think one of them's going to die. I think it would be very Game of Thrones if one of them killed the other one. I would. I don't see that happening. I think that that the point is like those are the two characters that like, in the entire show that like actually really, really, really love each other. And yeah, in, love, in yeah, obviously a kind of a fucked up way. But those are the only two characters that like really, really are kind of together. Interesting. I would. I would be really surprised if that happened. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, with that, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, this has been our first recap. Please check it out was our fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Please check out our full episodes at schmearsthedeal.com. And like we always say, we'll do better next time. And stay toasty out there. This week's Game of Thrones recap is produced by Nick Feynman and Jake Seawalk in association with Team Panther Productions. Please like us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. Follow us on iTunes. And for more information, please visit schmearsthedeal.com.